is going to be an awesome episode. It is actually the last one of this first season. And guys, I can't even tell you how much fun I've had on this podcast. And I hope y'all are loving hearing all the advice from all of these amazing people. Today, though, to close it out, we have a very, very special guest. He is my brother, my older brother, John Luke Robertson. He is seriously a one of a kind. One of the greatest humans that I know. He is has the purest heart. He's so wise. He literally got me through high school. Praise the Lord. Bless him and his sweetheart. And uh, he's just amazing. So we're going to get to hear his advice. And I'm pretty excited to hear what he's going to bring. John Luke, God, this is what happens when you have your brother on the podcast. John Luke, we don't allow fart noises on this podcast. This is very serious. This is very serious, okay? I'm just kidding. Uh, Everybody, if you can't tell for the first 18 seconds that this podcast is going to be the best one ever, because my brother, John Luke, is on. Woo, woo, woo. Welcome, Johnny. Um, So this is a fun thing for me to get to ask John Luke, because as you know, this is the end of this season, so y'all know the podcast well enough to know that the only question we ask is what's the best piece of advice that you've been given? Now, the funny thing about this with John Luke is John Luke is my older brother, so he's given me a lot of advice. Actually, John Luke has given me so much advice. If it wasn't for him, I do not know that I would have made it through high school. Is that not the true story, John Luke? That is the true story. I still don't know how she made it. We we all don't know, by the grace of God. Um, but anyways, John Luke, we, I do want to know, of all the wisdom that you've obtained over the 22 years of your life, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? I think the best piece of advice I've ever been giving Given. I don't know where this came from, but it's always been a thought that someone at some time told me. Um, <laughs> but it said, they said, sometimes you have to create the world that you want to live in. Oh, that and is good. I think that applies to a lot of more advice that I've been given about your friends, how you become your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also become the environment that you live in. Yeah, that's true. And so, and I take that and I think about that in the sense of like my house and my schedule and my habit. And like, if I want, if I want the world to be bright and clean and orderly, I have to live in such a way that's bright and clean and orderly. Yeah. Um, And so I think about that a lot and it applies to almost every area of my life. No, that's really cool. I think that something about you that I think is really cool that I want you to share with them is how much you read and how much advice you do take from others. You've always had the spirit of a learner and a researcher, and you've always put the things that you've, uh, the advice you've been given into play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want you to tell some of your stories, like like reading different books and like actually applying it to your life, like mm-hmm. the 20 minutes of sleep and the... Um, walking with no shoes and stuff like that and just some of those stories because I think it's cool that you don't just hear advice and you're like oh that's Mm -hmm. good advice you hear it and you implement it in your Mm -hmm. life and then you might not stick with that forever but you Mm -hmm. certainly do learn from it oh yeah I think well I think a lot of people you hear advice you hear like sayings and you think oh wow that's a good saying but it never actually like touches your life like it has no bearing on your life and so at one point I thought what if we just actually took the advice that people said you know (laughs) like what if we actually like went to bed early or woke up early or you know all these things that people say to do and you just never 
think of. Um, the one, and some of them have turned out to be not so good advice. But uh, <laughs> well, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> the one um, I read this book, and it was saying how if you only sleep twenty minutes every four hours, then you you can only sleep four hours a day versus eight hours a day. So I was like, oh, wow, like that's so much more time because then you never have to really go to sleep. You can stay up all night. And I was like, I have all night to then like watch TV, read books and whatever. And so I was like, I'm going to do it. So I set my alarms every four hours. I slept for 20 minutes. First couple of days, pretty bad. Then I you were was like, a straight up zombie. Oh yeah, the first show, and then I was like, oh, I am totally like doing this. Like <laughs> at night, I would read so many books and watch so I mean like so many series, and then I would work out because um, I had so much time. And then like, like not gonna lie, the like one a.m. to five a.m. stretch was pretty lonely. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, because everyone in the whole world is asleep. Yeah, but if everyone did this then everyone, you know, we would have so much time. Which goes back to do the thing. Do the thing that you want everyone. Yeah, like how you the, want the world to be created. How, how you want the world to be created. Because if everyone did it, then you wouldn't have to stop parties later. You could just, hey. You, the party can just never stop. Tell me, maybe you should move to New York. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because like, <laughs> like normally like you're like, oh, it's like midnight. It's time to go. Midnight, everyone sleeps for 20 minutes. You watch another movie. How hilarious if the world actually lived like that, and you're like, hey, hold on, nap time, and now everybody every- <laughs> was on the same nap schedule. <laughs> that Everyone would be took a nap, exactly. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season, and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash sadie rob summer that's 20 percent off your summer adventure at kiwico k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash sadie rob summer
Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, business and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and Audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Well, is it was working, but it's not very convenient if no one else is doing it. So, it's like, that's true. <laughs> true. Like, Mary Kate would say, like, like we would go to dinner, lunch, and at 12 o'clock, like, I have to sleep for 20 minutes. I can't just go in. Well, then it interferes with your actual schedule of real life. Exactly. So it interferes yeah. with everyone else's schedule. Um, yeah. And that was, I think, the downfall. Because yeah. it was lunch one time that I, Mary was like, just come in. Like, don't, I was like, I'm going to sleep in the car. She's like, come in. So I did, and I skipped my nap. And then or, you're exhausted. Well, that's like staying up an extra hour yeah <laughs> and so that's funny then like i skipped another nap and another nap and then then it was basically like i didn't sleep for two days oh my i kept gosh. skipping naps so now i started hallucinating which is a whoa that's bad yeah and sometimes then, whoa that's good can turn into whoa that's bad if right. you take it to too far the extreme exactly then i fell asleep and slept for like 16 hours oh my god no i'm fine but the good thing about that is still, if I need to go to sleep, I can still fall asleep in like one minute. Because you learned it from that <laughs> yeah. time. See, that's cool. That is what that's good. We'll take it back to what that's good because you actually learned a lot from it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my other favorite one of you is whenever you read the book about running barefoot everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I bet your feet are tougher because of that. I did that for a while. Running barefoot was a book called Born to Run. And it was about these people that run. If you run barefoot, like it's way better for like your feet and like shoes are so bad for your feet. <laughs> and like I watched, I read this documentary uh, about Nike and they literally knew that shoe, like the shoes they were creating are bad no. for your feet and they still did it. 
Nike! Because they were like the first ones who came out with. What about Adidas? Like, I don't know. So. Yeah, I don't know about Adidas. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. No, okay, so I, what I love about this is what we're talking about, about you take what you've been given and then you actually apply it to your life. Mm-hmm. You take this advice and that you do it because you want to create a culture around you of mm-hmm. the good things that you've learned. And so I think it's cool because it says about the word that it's active and it's alive, the word mm-hmm. of God. And so how have you seen this in just reading the Bible and actually implementing the things of Jesus like um, into your life that, that you read? Because I see you cultivate every place that you go as an environment that Jesus dwells in and stuff. Um, but I've also known you to be one who's read the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. like you right. know it, so you do it. So have you seen this right. in your life with the word of God, just as you have with you're born to run and these mm-hmm. kind of things? Oh, absolutely. Cause I mean, you, th- you, you read the Bible and it, there's really not very many things that Jesus told us to do. <laughs> like they're pretty simple things sure. like, uh, take care of orphans and widows. Uh, forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be angry. Like, don't yeah. let the sun go out on your anger. Like, there's love only one another. Love one another. There's only like a few things. It's not like it's a big, complicated rule book. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not in Leviticus anymore. Yeah. So we, and so like, especially like with like anger, it's like I hardly ever get angry, and it's simply because like I just forgive because that's what it says to do. Mm-hmm. That's like good. why would I dwell like. The advice is don't go to sleep when you're angry. Like, resolve conflict when it happens. So I do that every single time. And, <clears throat> excuse me. So I do that every single time. And, like, there's hardly anyone that I can think of that I'm like, we still have an issue. Yeah, you, you do. I can actually look at your life. And that's something I noticed actually in the past few weeks that you have peace with everyone. Like Mm -hmm. you really truly do. And that's like beautiful, but that's because you forgive, you love well, you Mm -hmm. honor, you you love sacrificially, which is what Mm -hmm. Jesus says to do. And that's what he showed. And I think that's beautiful. And you more than most anybody I know, and to say this about my brother, this is really cool because I've seen you live your life. And Mm -hmm you take on that and i think people listening may be like oh does he really not get angry and i can say he really doesn't because you really do just believe and i heard um somebody actually eric who's our security guard on tour he said today he goes you know jesus said to love one another and he said you know like that's what we're supposed to do and he was talking about his wife as an example and he said my wife that's the relationship on earth that's like the closest relationship to me and so like every single day whether i like her or not i Mm -hmm. will love her and i will love her well because that's what jesus said to do and i think that you have to see it like that if it's what jesus said to do then you just do it yeah no matter what there's Mm -hmm. no buts but the world's doing this but this person did this to me but Mm -hmm. no you just do because that's what he said to do And I I love that. I've seen that all over your life. The other thing I've seen you do, and I want to hit on, is that you put put yourself in situations and in places to learn and Mm -hmm. grow. Like, you're not afraid of um, face planning, and you're not afraid of um, things that maybe are outside of your comfort zone. And I've seen that, especially with the show. And so Mm -hmm. you want to talk a little bit about that, about how to just, like, do the things that might make you feel uncomfortable, but you do it because God's called you to. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that really go, goes into like failure 
and what my my view of failure is and what other people view of failure is. Um, and a lot of advice you hear from people who are older or dying, they all say, they almost always say, from what I've read, like they don't regret the things that they did, they regret the things they didn't do. Mm-hmm. And most people I think are afraid of failure because they've just never experienced it. Yes. But like I've taken advice that says like, Bob Goff said, if you want more faith, do more stuff. Mm. And like <laughs> I did that and it was when I stepped out in, in what I thought was faith or in faith was one of the most, was one of the most embarrassing, biggest failures of my life, but I'm still here. I mean, like, I'm still fine, and I definitely have more faith in God because I'm, like, I'm still here. And I think that's that's the thing about, like, face playing, getting on stage. Like, I usually try to do something different every night. Yeah. And two nights ago, I think, um, (laughs) just did not work at all, like, even remotely. And I was like, okay, that one didn't work. But I'm like, I might as well try because you never know. And and then I think that's the thing, too, is, like, I failed. But then I'm still doing the show tonight. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, are scared of following the advice or failing because they've never done it in the first place and then made it through. Yeah. And then sometimes I think, in in my life too, I failed. And then you think like, oh, I can never do it again or like it's over. And sometimes it it just takes time. Yeah. But like at this point like I've failed so much in so many different areas of my life I'm like yeah I might as well just try it yeah like I'm still going true and I think that's such a good point John Luke like I love that you shared that because I do think that a lot of people have the fear of failure and because a lot of times they don't see the failure from the people on stage but Mm -hmm. you only see 30 minutes of their life you know you don't know how many times they've face planted to get them in a position where Mm -hmm. they can actually stand up right you know and I think that that's happened in my life a million times I mean your life and I always tell people they say like how do you have so much freedom and confidence and stuff and I'm like honestly because I finally just gave my failure to God and said use it all Mm -hmm. like use it all if I face plant I face plant use it then show people how you are much stronger than me and much better Mm -hmm. and like I think when you just allow God to do that then then that happens and I've seen that in your life and that's really 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 cool uh the other thing is I love how you mentioned Bob and Bob started this season off the Mm -hmm. first podcast and Bob like literally pours out advice like he Mm -hmm. literally just pours it out and I know you went to Uganda Mm -hmm. with Bob and talk about that because that was another thing about you putting yourself in a position where you're like going by yourself to Mm -hmm. like Uganda with Bob Goff but Mm -hmm. like just what that did for your life because I know that that was huge Oh, wow. That actually just reminded me of where I heard the advice in the first place. Um, So when I went to Uganda with Bob, (laughs) that was after I read the book A Thousand Miles in a Million Years by Donald Miller. Oh, no way. And so that book, the whole, the whole, like a summary of that book is he says, live the life, um, basically like live a good story. Like, live a life that you want to tell someone about later. Yeah, that's cool. And so I read that book, and I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> so then when Bob asked me to go to Uganda, I was like, yes, I'm in. Because that was the story. Because yeah, it's a good story. That's and that's cool. the story that, um, that's cool. that I wanted to live. That is so cool. Okay, I love that. And Donald Mil- Miller is, how is he connected to Bob Goff? They're like... 
I don't know, they're like best friends kind of, mm -hmm. like, and, and they're both amazing, amazing men. And if you've never read either of their books, go read their books. They actually invited our family to go to Canada years and years ago, and it was such a significant time in our family's life of just saying yes to something that was outside of our comfort zone. And mm -hmm. because of that, I know that our family's been so blessed um, from it, and it's mm -hmm. changed our idea and perspective of just going after things that seem super, super bizarre. Um, but anyways, John, like this advice was amazing. I hope everybody is encouraged by this. And the last thing I want to ask you is something that I love how you answer. I've heard you get asked this question, and I love how you answer it. It's the question that everybody says about how did you and Mary Kay do it? Y'all got married so young, and you know how everybody was like, this is like, crazy to get married at 18 like it's not gonna work and i've heard you answer this question as to how or why mm -hmm. and so i would love for you to share it with it because i think that it's so much truth mm -hmm. yeah i think well i think getting married at 18 is crazy that's why we waited <laughs> till we're 19 oh my gosh so <laughs> oh my gosh. um I, we that was another thing about advice that we had heard we talked to people who had been married when they were for Mary Kate's parents were married when they were 39 and 32. My parents were married when they were 18 and 19. We've heard every of every end of the spectrum, getting married late, getting married early, getting married in your 30s, however it is. And none of them said the reason that they either made it or didn't make it was because of the age they got married. Mm. It doesn't matter. It, it's <laughs> good. At all. Not even That's in the good. remote sense. The only thing that matters um, to keep your marriage together is if you if you put your marriage on something other than yourself. Mm. And so we put our marriage on God, and again, that was the advice that we were given. And so we made this covenant that is outside of ourselves. Mm. Our promise is not to each other. Our promise is to God. Yeah. And so there's nothing that we can do to, to break that, that, to say, to break that or separate that's that. That's so good. That's going to be healing for some marriages. I believe it because the enemy can come in at so many different angles and say like, well, it's because you got married young or mm. because you got married late or y'all are so mm -hmm. different. But if you put your marriage or if any relationship, this goes for anybody out there, mm. a friendship, a dating relationship, a marriage. If you put your relationship on something other than yourself, like God, there is a selfless kind of love that comes with that. And mm -hmm. you can actually follow what God says to do, which is to love one another and uh john like that was awesome mm -hmm. you really are a well of wisdom and if you go to john Link's house him and mary kate's house you see books just literally everywhere like not even a bookshelf but it's become a bookshelf and he just like surrounds himself with this culture of learning and with wisdom and with advice and all these things and so if you're sitting there and you're like man i wish i knew all of these things i wish i had advice to give i just want to encourage you one you do you have a story to tell but two if you feel like you don't then go create the place for you go create that space mm -hmm. surround yourself with books immerse yourself with mentors and people who are further and so much smarter than you go to crazy places and maybe that's just down the street and love on your neighbor just start to create the story that you want to live and we hope you've been so encouraged by what that's good this season i've been encouraged by all the advice we've been given john lake thank you again All right, y'all, you know what time it is. Time to call mama. So we're going to call mama with our best piece of advice and our worst piece of advice. Let's see what she has to say. Hey there. Hey, mama. 
literally just got done talking to John Luke and he brought the fire. Seriously, that boy is awesome. Okay. Are you ready? Gave us a lot of good advice, obviously. I mean, no shock there. But are you ready for the <laughs> whoa, that's good, whoa, that's bad test? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, I'm loving this piece of advice. Follow your heart, but take your brain with you. Oh, <laughs> that is good. That is a good one because sometimes, yeah, I always say a brain. your brain is a really powerful thing, and sometimes you can let your brain go and you just like go along Listen. with whatever your heart's saying but you need to bring your brain with you because you need to be think thinking hey, thinking about these things i'm gonna let you use me as an example i'm just gonna say a time or two i have followed the heart and left the <laughs> brain at home i said goodbye <laughs> see yeah, you later there's, there's been a time or two in relationships that i've seen you do that yes <laughs> Yeah, 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 it happens. Hey, make sure when you walk out the door and into uh, your date, you have your brain on hand, okay? It's very important. V importante. Uh, I think that's a really good one. Yes. Okay, yeah, learning. Take take a note from my failures that definitely have your brain. Okay, so I wanted to bring up a piece of advice you gave me when I was in the eighth grade, and it was one of the best pieces of advice that I can remember um, in our relationship. Okay, basically, remember that girl was like bullying me in school she was so mean and then you just said well stop listening to her and I was like what mom what kind of advice is that she's talking to me and you're like don't stand there like tell her not to say it and I was like mom I can't do it and I said what do you even mean like it was so foreign to me like the concept that I didn't actually have to listen to her like I was like it was like the craziest mind-blowing advice and you said next time she comes up to you ask her is this what you're about to say to me is it going to be good or is it going to be negative and I was like mom that was gonna be so awkward you were like okay well then you're just gonna keep hearing it so the next day I remember I got to school she comes up to me and I said wait I said is this about to be good or is this gonna be negative and she said well it's bad but um it's about you so you need to know and I said no I actually don't need to know if it's bad I don't need to know and I think that that was the perfect well let's go well that's bad scenario that's like mm-hmm. actually you don't have to listen you don't even have to listen to the bad advice not only do you not have to agree with it and follow it but you don't even have to listen to it like literally put the hand up top to the hand and yep. walk away and that yep. I, I know it's funny because it seems simple like when you said it like just don't listen like it seems simple but to me it was such a big deal because it uh, that didn't seem like an option and I just think that people need to know that that is an option and um, yes. that was a huge turning point for me well good I'm so glad you remember that I remember that moment too and I do remember it being really important and I think we do have to like take responsibility like we can control our relationships like we do we let people know how they can treat us or how they cannot treat us if someone doesn't treat is not treating us respectfully someone's not bringing positivity into our lives and you you have the right to just say nope sorry no thank you (laughs) like thanks Mm -hmm. but no thanks like i don't need that in my life and Mm -hmm. and it is it's a way of actually i think respecting yourself and loving yourself and um when you when you speak up for yourself and say nope I'm not gonna, I don't need that in my life. And yeah. uh, I'm not gonna allow you to put that in, put that into me. Yeah. So, yep. 
So you true. Have every right to do that. You so did good true. At that. I remember that happening. I was very proud of you for Aww, doing it. Oh, thanks, Mama. Very proud of you. Thank you. Well, and I, I will say this, just going right into a bad piece of advice, is that if it's about you, even if it's bad, you need to hear it. I think that that's bad advice. I don't. I don't yeah. think that you do. I think that if if it's gonna be bad and you need to hear it, it needs to be from your mom, your dad, or somebody who is in your life that you really trust and value the wisdom that they have because very easily that can be really dangerous if somebody's speaking negative things that people say about you that's not true and you begin to believe that that's who you are it can really 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 do a number on you it can cause a lot of damage it can cause a lot of insecurity it can cause you to believe things that aren't true and really um put a limit to the things that you can do but if you're um if you just say you know what no i actually don't need to hear it i'm actually not going to get involved with the gossip i'm going to just continue to ask god who i who i am or ask my parents who i am and get those reminders because even the other day um i'll just uh be transparent because i think this is important um, when there was a situation that my friends were all talking about and I actually, I could tell that they were a little bit upset that, um, I was like, yeah, are they upset with me? Or are they upset with the situation? I can't tell. So remember I called you and I like explained to you the situation. I'm like, do you see anything in here that I did that could have potentially led to them, um, thinking that I was meaning to do something negative or get up, give off something that was divisive and you were able to listen through it and bring clarity to me on, on where things might've gone wrong. And I think that was really important because I'm literally living my life. I didn't think two thoughts about it, um, but I wasn't looking at it from the perspective that they might have been looking at it from. And so ask your mom, ask a mentor, ask somebody so that they can look at you and they can say, you're not wrong. You are not wrong, but I see where it went wrong. And here's maybe how you can speak truth and life into it. So they don't hurt who you are as a person. They don't bring it down. They don't make it a bad thing or give you false hope or no hope. They actually just say, Here's how you can make it better. And I think that that's so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I think that, like, it is it is important, like you said, to hear it from somebody that loves you, that really knows you. Because, mm-hmm. like, that is one thing. When someone's coming to you and stuff like that, for, like, for one, they're probably coming to you because they're wanting to be divisive. They're probably, yeah. you know, it's probably not coming from good intentions of like Mm -hmm. oh hey I want to help this situation Mm -hmm. it's coming from a place of like gossip or like I want to create more division or I want you to know that someone doesn't like you just because I want to hurt you so like probably their intentions are not really pure in that situation but also like if they're coming to you and like oh so and so said that about you like, you know what? It really doesn't even matter. Doesn't like, matter. whoever they're probably telling you about doesn't even know you. And yeah. so that's something I never remember we talked a lot about through yeah. high school. It was like, you know, the opinions that matter are that of God, yep. <laughs> his opinion of you, and those who really know and love you. Yep. Everybody else's opinion, honestly, doesn't, it really matter. doesn't matter. Because they don't know you. They yep. don't know your heart. They don't know who you really are. Like, they... So it it just doesn't matter. Yeah. So you really need to just take all of that with a grain of salt and brush it off and just not even listen to it. That's and, but true. But you do need to listen to the people that love you and know yeah. you and have your best intentions at heart. And um, so that's 
that's my advice on all that. That's a great advice, Mom. My last piece of advice for this season will be this, because Mom said a few times about um, if it's divisive, it's divisive. And I think that there's a way that we can look at the words that we choose to use in friendship and relationship and even just in in general, in everyday conversation. You know, the Bible talks about how our tongue, it holds the power of life and death. So when Uh we speak, we're either speaking life or we're either speaking really death. Like we're speaking something Uh that's going to move forward or we're speaking something that's going to pull down. And I think in the same way, whenever you speak, you either speak towards unity or you speak division. And I think that when you speak towards division, what that looks like is it looks like speaking from a place of offense, speaking from a place of um, jealousy, speaking from a place of a competitive spirit, and all of those things that leads to division that that brings forth divisive language i think when you speak to a place of unity you speak towards love you speak towards truth and with kindness and with grace and humility and i think that before you speak this something i've been challenging myself with god is what i'm about to say will it bring forth unity or will it bring forth division and if it has any divisive tone get it out of my life and i have found that literally the holy spirit will be like no (laughs) if it's gonna come off negative or if it would separate or if it was coming from a place inside of me that wasn't pure but when there's something to speak towards unity it is amazing how your words come out and it's amazing how it it breathes peace into relationship it brings forth joy it continues to bond you and this bond of true love and it's truthful it's vulnerable but it's but it's life-giving and so that would be my last piece of advice for this season until we talk next time to as you go forth make sure that you're being a person that's speaking towards the unity in the world and not speaking towards more of the division because it's so 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 important that we all unite on a common love and honestly um, we're going to be talking about unity a lot through messages that I'm speaking and through hopefully new books that I'm writing and stuff like that. And so I want to go ahead and get you praying in that direction of thinking towards the unity and know that we're all united by the same blood of Jesus. Whether you believe it or not, Jesus died for you and his blood covers all and literally connects us all through the power of love. And that's so powerful. And if anything, I must say, whoa, that's good. Well, thanks, Mama, for all your advice. I love you so much. Oh, I love you. You're making me cry over here. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my house out. <laughs> Stop it. That was so good. I'm really glad that was inspiring to you. <laughs> I was. Oh, love, I love you, you baby girl. So proud of you. Oh, thanks, Mom. This is great. <laughs> Can't wait to hear all the podcasts. <laughs> thanks. Bye. All right. Bye, baby. Thanks so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. We got a lot of good nuggets today. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms I'm on. Instagram, I'm at LegitSadieRob. Twitter, SadieRob. And follow our Live Original Instagram. Also, I'm Sadie Robertson on Facebook. Head over to LiveOriginal.com and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, you can see the tour dates that I'm coming to a city near you. Don't forget, please leave comments in the iTunes section and leave reviews. This podcast is produced by Steve Strout and Peter Hartzell. So a huge shout out to them and a thank you to my LO team. You guys are the best. We love y'all and we appreciate you listening. I'll see y'all soon. Bye.